the other 19 managers together. Hello again. Uh, another episode of The Quiet One with me. Um, and today we're going to be talking about interventions. So, what is an intervention? Basically, it's where something happens um, in the middle of something at the start while you're trying to to do something basically in the coaching world uh, and the you know in the player world and in a session you have uh, a fair few different intervention styles now you can learn these when you're on um, coaching courses but i just thought i would run through it in a specific episode because it's it's quite important to be honest um, you've got to remember that every player is different and every player reacts in different ways you know you have to you have to understand your players and some will be okay with being shown up for want of a better way of saying it in front of the group others will be better taken to one side and having a little sneaky quiet chat one-to-one -one. so you have to know your players um, six or seven vital things and attributes to include in these interventions when you're talking with your players is ask questions set challenges compare so compare maybe with other players in training and matches performance maybe not with the young players maybe you know when they're 13 and onwards you, you can you can push them look how jack's played today can can you get up near his level uh, praise praise is so important nobody's just going to stand there and just be talked to negatively you have to praise them so praise something that they were good at something that they were good at last week a mental attribute that they're showing that you like affirmation uh, for people that don't know what affirmation is it's sort of like praise but different so I'll give you an example so praise okay here we go so this is praise Jack great pass mate great pass love that praise affirmation bit more detail and and focuses on what they try to do so affirmation is ah oh, Jack I really liked how you opened your body up you saw that gap between those two players and you threaded it through let's see more of that see what I mean so you're still praising that same action but not just just praise it's actually acknowledging what you saw uh, another one is demand so when you're getting your players in it doesn't all have to be affirmation and praise you can demand from them if you set a challenge and they haven't hit that and you feel they are capable of doing it or you really want to test them you can demand from them just make sure it's done in the right way 
really important one. Listen. It's not just you talking. You, there's two of you in that little chat. So, listen. Or if you're in a group chat, a group discussion, listen to them. You might have pulled them in for a group discussion because you saw something that didn't work. But actually, the player's view of it from on the pitch might make you understand why that action happened. And the last one I've got is confidence. You have to in, in, install confidence in them. Number one, the confidence to be able to come and chat with you freely. And number two, the confidence to want to better themselves and go out there and try things. So the different intervention styles are obviously you've got the group discussion. So like a training before before the session, yeah, they've done their little warm-up or whatever. Before the session, you'll get them in. Right, this is what we're going to do today. We're going to do this for about 20 minutes. I'd like to see this. These three these three key components. Yeah, can, let's say it's passing. Can we have the right body position to receive the pass? Can we open our body up so that we're looking for the next pass? And can we play a nice pass, preferably on the floor, to our teammate? And then they go and do the drill. And while the drill's going on, you can then pick out certain people that you'd like to push. If, if they're finding it easy, you can get them in one-to-one -one and you can push them. Or if they're struggling, you can get them in one-to-one -one and say, look, I can see you're struggling with this aspect of it. So don't don't worry about those two aspects, the finding the pass and um, your body position. I'd just like you to focus on your first touch when you receive the pass, please. So gauge where people are in the session and, and are they struggling or are, is it too easy when you have a one-to-one. -one. You can also have a two-to-one. So you could pull two players over, two complete opposite players, and you could have a discussion with both of them at the same time. Two players that you found are linking up quite well. You could come over, again, praise or affirmation with them. You know, right, you two have linked up really well with some one-twos there. How can we take this to the next level? Can you include a third player in there? You know, that sort of thing. Um, probably my favourite intervention is the drive-by. So you have people who, in group discussions, we've spoken about it in, I think, the last podcast, you've got people in group discussions who just don't switch on. Yeah, you know, when there's lots of kids around them, they're looking at other kids, they're... Yeah, picking the grass, they're looking over at the ice cream van that's, that's in the park, um, looking up at the sky, there's a drone, someone's flying a drone in their garden. So drive-by is one of the best ways. While the session is going on, you can see that um, Tyler needs some help. So you just go in, tap on her shoulder, Tyler, can I just have 10 seconds with you, please? Okay, I can see that you're not receiving the pass very often. Do you think that your position is helping that? Or could could you maybe change your position to help that? And he might answer, yeah, well, I, I am free, but I'm not getting it. 
and you could say, okay, well for the next five minutes, I'd like you to move from this zone over into this zone over here, see if you can receive it in there. And drive-by is just, it's, it's a really good way of getting praise, affirmation, questions, challenges, you know, confidence into players that need it, that don't want to be shown up. Again, that leads me straight on to the next one. The good old stop the session and pick out what is wrong. Now, I don't really like this. People do do it still. It does have a place, don't get me wrong. Sometimes if you can see that what you want from a session isn't working, then maybe stop it and ask why or change it. Say to a player, I need this from you, you know. I don't really like that and I don't really use that because Again, the quiet one, the way I coach, I don't think that's needed. Let them play it, let them work it out. Pull some of them out every now and then and talk to them. You stop a session and you're just causing frustration. Yeah, imagine you stop a session and, and a player was through on goal. He's gonna be so frustrated because he didn't get to take that chance. Plus you're just stopping their game time all the time. So there's better ways of doing it. Before and after a session, the chat you have there. So we spoke about it before. You'll have a chat at the start of your session about what, what the session is, what you're going to do, and the challenges and whatnot. But also after a session, you know, the chat there is important. Recap on what you were working on. Um, what three points you were looking for so I think it was body position to receive your first touch or whatever it was and can you find the next pass so it's just it's alright putting a session on but if you're not actually working their brain and they're learning something every week you know what's the point so there is a few uh, intervention styles everybody's different I like to use two or three of them every week. We have the little group discussion. I mean, I'm lucky. I've got boys who are very switched on and, and, and love it. So it does make it easier. We have a little group discussion. Then we have one-to-ones and drive-bys. And then we have a, a, they call it a debrief session. Leave a few minutes after your session just to chat about what you've been doing because it's vital that they, they take that home, they register that for next week. And then the next week, you at the start of your session, you can then recap what you were working on, see who still remembers, and then you go back out. And judging by that, that um, group discussion before the session, you can then gauge what you need to coach during that lesson. So I hope that helps, you know, you, you guys out there. Um, just gives you a bit of insight into different ways instead of 
what it used to be like years and years ago where you'd stop the session and you'd talk to everybody. You, you, you wanted to talk to Billy, but you'd stop the session and talk to everybody just because you needed to focus on him and you wanted to make an example of him. Things are changing. We don't still have the Nokia 3210s that we used to have back in the 90s. Things are constantly evolving. So is coaching. Thank you. Today's quote, it's a bit of a tongue twister, so I will give it my best shot. <laughs> they don't care how much you know unless they know how much you care. So, you direct players, you constantly try and fill their heads with information and what they should be doing to win matches and progress means nothing if they don't know that you're on the same page as them, that it means the same to you as it does to them, that you're together, you're a group. If one falls, you all fall. You pick someone up if they fall down.